night through. Good morning. Good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning. It's great to stay up late. Good morning. Good morning to you. This is WPTF Radio, Raleigh, North Carolina, and I'm Reese Edwards. Hello, everybody. Atlantic Coast Conference Tournament Basketball is on the air. This is Wally Osley. This is Bill Jackson speaking. Hello, everybody. Welcome now to Sportsline. Gary Dornberg with you. I'm Tony Rixby, WPTF News. Hello, this is Charles Carroll, CBS News, on WPTF in Raleigh. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to Carolina Newsmakers. I'm Don Curtis. Hello, friends. This is Bill Friday, WPTF in Raleigh. I'm Rufus. Sadbiston on the Weekend Gardener. Now, here is your moderator, Tom Campbell. Thanks for watching this week's NC Spin. Now, here is Kay Kaiser. Oh, uh, yo, well, that's good. This is Aunt Devine. This is Robert St. John in the NBC Newsroom in New York. The Monitor Edition of News of the World. Debnam views the news. And now, here is Mr. Debnam. Good afternoon, everyone. Yours truly, Sam Beard. And Jim Reed. And Carl Gert. Thank you, Sam. And greetings to all of our listeners. This is Harry Presley, WPTF in Raleigh, North Carolina. Wayne Ed is standing by now with a check of the latest news. WPTF News presents Regional Report, a digest of late happenings throughout the area. This is Bill Ellis. This is Jimmy Caps. With a nocturne, we send as... This is Bill Hope. This is Warren Barfield with Kingdom Scott at the organ and a program of Familiar Carol. Good morning, this is Phil Franklin. And this is J.C. Knowles with the North Carolina Collection on WPTF. I'm Mike Blackman, WPTF News. Good evening, I'm David Sherrill. This is Robert Hager, WPTF News. This is Bob Farrington. Good morning, everybody. Charlie Gaddy here with Ask Your Neighbor. Mario Dale here. Fess Parker, our guest this morning here at News Talk 680. Well, Jack Boston, that was a great introduction. Everyone, great to have you with us. This is North Carolina's Morning News. I'm Brian Freeman on WPTF. Hello, I'm your friend Bart Rittner. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the Bob Butler Show. And this is Ned Champion reporting. And here is Carl Venters. WPTF is the voice that shares with its neighbors what it's like to be living the life of Raw. This is Charles Osgood wishing Mike Rayleigh and Ann Clapp congratulations on the anniversary of WPTF's Weekend Gardener Program. This is Donna Mason on 680 WPTF. And I'm Dick Stewart in the WPTF Record Vault. Good morning to you. Tom Kearney here. Johnny Hood on the Southern Farm Network. Well, howdy, everybody. I'm Hap Hanson. I'm Marlon Bowling reporting. I'm Ann Clapp. And this is a Tar Heel Gardener saying, keep them growing. Now, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Yeah, we're, uh, we're, <laughs> we're back with the WPTF Weekend Gardener. And uh, I, I, that dog was, was, was howling at Shaq. Shaq, uh, Lynn Shackerford made him howl. Hey, hey, Lynn, were you making him howl? I think so. Your mere it. presence. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's good. Sounds like a blue chick to me. There you go. That's huh? a coon dog, right? How about that? Yeah, that's that's Nate's dog. <laughs> I love it. He, it's like his front feet come off the come off the ground when he does that. I mean, he puts everything he's got into it. So, uh, how about that? So next weekend, I find we're going to be at the State Farmers Market with the weekend gardener. Bart Bumgardner will be with us, and uh, that'll be a lot of fun. 
Yeah, look forward to it. And brother, brother Rufus won't have too far to drive. And uh, you know, it's uh, got all these. And we'll, and we'll bring there. a couple, uh, couple plants to give away. Yeah, might might be a who who knows? It, it could be a Rosa Sharon. <laughs> yeah. So we uh, we have uh, a lady with us who's written all kinds of things here, including authors, dogs, uh, what they teach us about God. Uh, Sheila Hayford is with us. Sheila, uh, good morning to you. Good morning. Thank you so much for being here. Well, I, I'll ask you the obvious thing because I'm sure you've done a lot of research. What, what do they teach us about God? Well, when you look at a dog. Dogs, Even a blue tick hound. Yes. Dogs and God share the same three letters. So they're a reflection of God. I'll read a few of the chapters just to give you an idea. So dogs show unconditional love, the same way God loves That's us. That's right. They do. They We've do. talked about that many times with Ruth's yes. dog, for instance. Yes. You may be upset. You may you may not walk them out that afternoon. They still love you. Yeah. They're always there for you. Companionship. Forgiveness. They're quick to forgive. Territorial. Protective. All these good adjectives if we just take the time to learn from the dogs because we teach them all kinds of good things yeah. and they have a lot to teach us too. They absolutely yes. do. Well, Sheila, I have a saying that Mike lets me sign off with every Saturday, which is this, be the person your dog thinks you are. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I love it. <laughs> Wonderful. And allow your dog to be the dog. That's right. You know, and to show if us. If they want to howl, they howl. Yes. And they have nice voices, too. They do. They're, they're, and they're expressing themselves. Exactly. They, the, sa the same way with God. Yeah. Non, sometimes it's not always verbal, or it may be in communication. So that's another way they teach us about God, too. How do we, uh, how do we get a copy of this book? It's on Amazon. It's on Barnes & Noble. Anywhere Bibles um Bibles, spiritual books, pet books, and if you want to buy in bulk for like academics, libraries, you can go through Ingram. Why did you so, choose this subject? Well, I love pets. Growing up, we had dogs, and we had a puppy that would give birth all this time. Yeah. And my parents had hours when we were supposed to play with the dogs and not. But this mom would let me go in and just play with the dogs even when I wasn't supposed to. So I dedicate in the book to her as well. Yeah. So I love dogs. My you know, family loves dogs. Now they can get the book here too, Sheila. Yes, yeah. it's available. So we're having the Pet Expo today, August the 5th, and tomorrow, Sunday, August the 6th. Please be here. Not only will you get the book, Dogs, What They Teach Us About God, I have a children's book. Alicia, the dog rescuer. We have rescue groups here who could use your help and your donation. Anything you want for your dog, you'll find something over here. So I'm encouraging you all to come and please support Mr. Rufus and Mark. They're doing a super <laughs> fantastic job. We're old dogs Thank ourselves. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Thank Sheila, you. for sharing it's that with blessing. us. Yeah. It's a blessing to have you here and to be here this morning. Uh, Nate, maybe we need to mic up your dog. Hey, Nate, I, see I, if you can make him howl. 
Yeah, I think I think we need to uh, <laughs> to get a microphone on him. Oh, bless his heart. Are you I don't know what stirred that, but uh, at any rate, dogs and and plants, and that's uh, that's Rufus's uh, subject to a certain extent, uh, and their dogs in the relation to the garden, but uh, they come in all packages, and I think you'll see them see them today. I've, I've seen so many beautiful animals here. And I heard another one that was kind of howling. How about that? Oh, by the way, have we established, uh, is that a blue tick? Yeah, uh, Nate, is that a blue tick? Yeah. I, he looks, I, yeah, I can tell by that sound. He looks like, he looks like the dog from uh, Sergeant York, the yeah. movie Sergeant York. So, uh, I, yeah, they all have their own personality. They're all uh, trying to express themselves. That's what I've spent my life trying to express myself. Maybe I should start barking. Well, you, you're a... I should start barking. You're a winner of the highest award broadcasting can give. Well... So I, I guess that when when you have hundreds of people are considered every year, and they choose about three people a year, and one of them is Mike Rayleigh, I guess you have given it the best you have. I have. I have. I've done. I've done. I, well, I think so. Most of the time. Yeah. By the way, so, and we uh, shall. We all should. Big Daddy's picture is on the front of of uh, Business Magazine this week. You must. Uh, this I'll have to pick up a copy and month, and walk yeah. uh, walk past his office there on the third floor. It, it's got a picture of him when he was a back when I knew him uh, as a young young boy. This looks like he was right out of college, probably. 23. Yeah, when and he was started across, his entrepreneurial. And I ran across him one time when I was running for governor or attorney general way back there, and I think it was something like Mount Holly or oh, some somewhere like that. Yeah, and, yeah around Cherville, that area. Yeah, I, I don't mean Mount Holly. I mean, well, in, around Cherville, yeah. Yeah. But no, anyway. No, it's Cher- Cherville. Even the, even the big time announcers down they say Cherville. <laughs> yeah, it's like Clinton. Yeah, Clinton. Don't don't you and, dare say and Clinton. Hennison. Clinton. Hennison. Right. No, you got to be. Yeah. Well, gotta I have a nice step. book here. Thank you very much, Sheila. Thank you. Nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three. We're at the uh, Pet Expo. Thank you. Uh, God bless you. Hence the 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 howling. Uh, I think. Uh, Nate's dog is just welcoming everybody to the to the. Uh, maybe we ought to put put your dog outside, and he can welcome everybody to the to the show. <coughs> welcome all the dogs, <coughs> calling all dogs, <laughs> and their owners. Uh, so we're uh, we've talked a bit about uh, the plants and the uh, that uh, especially the ones that are sitting here that that uh, Phil contributed to the show and. Um, 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. There are dogs working out, getting limbered up in uh, whatever that's going to be. I guess it's uh, uh, yeah. some kind of obstacle course. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like we see on television. I just saw a, a dog next door. It kind of looked like a corgi. It, the face didn't look like a corgi, but the rest of it did. <laughs> I thought the queen was here. But uh, uh, or some of the Queen's family. You see a lot of corgis at horse shows too. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't think my, my father-in-law was a dairy farmer. He had 
he had uh, border collies. Yeah, Aussies and um, same. Yeah, there's several, the same several different. Aussies and corgis and Jack Russells are all at the horse yeah. shows. Well, Phil, at the risk of putting you on the spot, um, I, I, I'm sure you get lots of questions from folks coming to the nursery to select plants about, is this going to be safe for my pet? You know, like if your you know, pet, uh, you know, eats a berry off of a plant or something like that. Are there any that you try to steer folks away from or any particular house plants? Uh, well, of course, castor bean. Uh, we, uh, they will get rid of moles and bowls if you plant them, but we Do you swear people, by that? Yeah, All right. they will. So they juicy fruit gum doesn't come into the plant. <laughs> now, the, they'll eat the roots of that, and it'll okay. kill them. Uh-huh. Because, um, but the, the problem with that is then there's seeds and that sort of thing, and children as well as pets uh, might pick those up, and right. even if they don't eat them, per se, put them in their mouth, and that is not good. Right. Um, but, um, you know, everybody talks about poinsettias and different plants like that. But, you know, most of the time a dog or a cat is not going to really, and this is what my vet said, Dr. Sandy Albright, Crossroads vet, they're probably not going to eat that plant. Yeah. Okay? Right. Um, there's, nothing, there's nothing about a poinsettia that would make a cat or dog want to really eat it. Now, they might play with it, but right. they're probably not going to ingest they it. They might chew on it a little bit. And, and even then, what I've read about poinsettias from university resources is that even in worst-case scenario they did, it's just going to upset their tummy a little exactly. bit. Exactly. It's not so, going to kill them. It's and that's not probably, deadly. That's probably the case with a lot of the plants. I know, you know, if you look at our plant toolbox, our online database that NC State Extension put together, shameless plug, um, there is a section for each plant that will tell you about human toxicity. Is this plant um, dangerous to humans? So that's a good uh, reference for folks to look at with if they do have kids in the lands, you know, that are out playing in the garden right. and landscape. Um, again, on our on our plant toolbox, um, but there's nothing in there for pets. I, I think we do have another reference through Cooperative Extension that does talk about toxicity of plants to pets. Um, and you can certainly contact if you do have a question. You know, we're not veterinarians. We're not medical doctors. But, you know, if you have a question, if there's an emergency, don't call us. You know, right. call, call 911. Right. Um, or call your doctor. Um, but if it's just kind of a general inquiry about, hey, I'm thinking about adding this plant to my landscape, call your local extension office. Right. And, and we can try to answer those kinds of questions. Yeah. Excellent idea. <clears throat> yes. That's uh I, I think that's good, but I don't know. I mean, I've, we've had dogs all my life when I was even growing up, and we've had everything planted. I mean, my dad just planted just about everything at our house, yeah. and we have never had a problem, you know, with pets trying to ingest something. Yeah. Right. It's right. um. A cow is more likely than, than a dog <laughs> yeah. to get poisoned on something. Or a horse. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, horses, that's bad. Yeah. Um, so what about the plants, um, just talking about plants again, um, that are poisonous, uh, the one that looks like Queen Anne's lace? 
Um, oh, yeah. You want to talk about that a little bit? I'm not sure how oh, many yeah, people yeah. are aware of that. And Mark Bumgardner will be on next week, and yeah, he'll and be able to really talk about Yeah, that was in about, his territory. Uh, but um, but just I'm for sure. People. Well, that scared me when I read about that plant because I love Queen Anne's Lake. I do, too. Yeah, it's gorgeous. And a lot of people pick it to take it in their house. Oh, absolutely. You know, and they'll see it. They'll stop on the side of the roads. Yeah, I've tried to grow it. And cut it. So what are we talking about, and how do we tell the difference? Um, Hang on. Let me do a quick uh, internet search and refresh my (laughs) memory. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's the one that used to kill. No, it's the one they used to kill. They used to use back in the day to kill people. Um, I'm sorry. Um, Is this your family? There's a big story about it. Um, oh, Shakespeare uh, wrote about that one time. It, well, it's on the it's on the uh, extension. I, I, I'm yeah. sorry. No, I, I'm, I'm I should be more up to speed on I'm that. I'm sorry. I, uh, well, and and you know what? This that's a good thing because it'll bring people to go. Oh, okay. Yeah, I read that article. I didn't see that. Um, but you were talking about horses and cows and things like that. Um, so, hold on. Um, um, it, but it was, uh, if somebody could. Yeah, poison hemlock. Hemlock. Oh, my yes. goodness. Oh. Yes. Oh, goodness. Um, you know, like drinking hemlock tea and stuff like that. Uh, but back in the old days, back in the medieval days. Um but, yeah, it's growing. They found it growing along somewhere around U.S. 70. Oh, wow. Okay. And um, there's an extension article about it. So, yeah, yeah if Mark's going to be on next week, that would be a perfect time. Yeah, he, he will certainly talk people. about it. Uh, they're not sure at that point when the article came out. They weren't sure how it got there um, and that sort of thing. So it kind of makes you wonder where else might it be. Right. You know? So the poison hemlock stems from uh, smooth, while Queen Anne's lace stems are covered with tiny little hairs. Poison hemlock also has dark purplish splotches on the stem, whereas Queen Anne's lace has a solid green stem. Right. And I'm, you, can, you can find other, uh-huh. uh, other information about it. So, yeah. It's just something you need to be really aware of. There's an article. If you're cutting wild A June article from Southern Living about it. So it's uh, pervasive in in the South, apparently. So everybody everybody take note of that. All Queen Anne's Lace It's not Queen Anne's Lace. (laughs) Yeah, it's not Queen Anne's Lace. If you're a fan of it. Look for a a, a solid green stem for Queen Anne's Lace. Yeah. All right. So let's. Let's go to, we're going to go to somebody else. Oh, Francis in New Hill. Hey, Francis. How are y'all doing this morning? Uh, we're p- pretty good. Pretty good. I've got a quick question for Phil. Uh, okay. Phil, is there such a thing as a snow white African violet? A snow white African violet? I'm going to call it snow white. I love white flowers. Well, there's some pretty. I cannot find one. There are some that are well, they're kind of like pansies. The, the pansy, the white pansy, you know, is pretty white, except it's got that little uh, yellow dot right in the center. And the only the African violets I've ever seen that are white um, have just a tiny little purple throat. 
Okay. Um, but I'm not sure. I'll do. I'll check on it and let you know for sure. Well, I will certainly follow up on that. If you don't have time to call me, I will. No, I'll talk to you. I'll I'll give you a shout out. I'm gonna I'm gonna be gone Monday and Tuesday, but I'll check on it. Um, check on it really close on Wednesday when I get okay. back. And then one more thing, I just want to comment that I have the most gorgeous celebrity tomatoes this year. I love celebrities because it's a firm tomato, uh, and it's just perfect for me. I, I I heard y'all talking about tomatoes this morning, and I have ordered those things every day this May. I mean, okay. We had rain. I gave them a little bit of a warning. Talk to them. And right. As I mentioned, it's been a really good year for tomatoes. Well, you know, um, I didn't really. Uh, I wanted to give Craig a a, a chance to talk, but uh, a guy a guy brought me some this week. The guy that lives down the road. They're Celebrity Plus. They're about as big as a tennis ball, and they are absolutely flawless. And they're some of the best tomatoes I've ever eaten. They are just perfect. Oh, they're firm. I like to my firm. Right, right. Yes. So, so uh, do you, are you a mayonnaise loaf bread? Well, you know, uh, so, I, I cannot taste or smell. So I, it, I just keep the cheapest thing out there. It does not matter what they what, what uh, A miracle whip. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> and when I make my sandwich, I put potato chips in it because it gives me a crunch. Right. I have taste. Or smell, you have you have a tendency to go for the um, texture. Yeah, right. So oh, potato chips. With potato chips. I've had a potato, potato chip sandwich before. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, you, you have things, ways of getting around things and dealing with it. You know. That's right. Yeah. Well, thank y'all so much. Uh, thank you, Francis. Thank you. Appreciate you being part of the show. Okay. Bye bye. Bye. Bye bye. Well, I want to uh, ask a question. And you, uh, but begonias in a pot, hanging pot. Maybe they're two feet tall now, grown real gangly. Uh huh. I know you cut them off about half. They'll look ugly for a while, but they will come back, right? That's right. You can just break the top right out of it. And what will happen is they'll bunch out, and then they'll probably, they'll, they'll certainly hang some more. That bottom part will hang out more. Right. But yes. Yes. Now, another thing I, I, I want you to describe for the audience about the wishbone plant. If, oh. you, if there's ever anybody that that doesn't think there's something. I wish I'd brought we, a We got about a minute okay, before it's news. A, it's called a terrenia, and there's all different kinds of terrenia right now. There's, there's also like the um, old-fashioned just annual that grows in the shade, like upright. But now they've come out with the trailing terrenia, which is a, also a shade plant. Um, it comes in like summer wave blue or uh, the moon series, and it's a it's a bloom. It is very very delicate looking, and it has a wishbone right in the middle of the bloom. Absolutely, it's gorgeous. All yeah. right, we'll yes. be back nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three. We're at the Pet Expo at the Exposition Building, at uh, right beside the the Grand Building here on the State Fairgrounds in Raleigh. Uh, I uh, there are a couple of ways to get in right now to the fairgrounds because of a lot of construction at uh, Blue Ridge and Hillsboro, but uh, you'll be able to figure it out. And uh, please come join us here on the WPTF Weekend Gardener. We'll be here for another 30 minutes.
you're listening to one of the longest-running radio shows in the country, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. All right, we're uh, back here on WPTF, 919-860-9783 at the Pet Expo at the Exposition Building, the State Fairgrounds in Raleigh. And uh, Dan, Dan is with us. Dan, good morning. You're on WPTF. Good morning, Weekend Gardener, folks. Hey, is this this Dan Dan? This is Dan. Well, you've been talking about the State Fair, and you're on the State Fairgrounds, and I just had to call and let you know that, of course, I'm listening. I listen every Saturday, but guess what? State Fair is uh, two months away. I know. It's amazing. I was was thinking as I was dry. I came in Gate 5, so I was wondering. So I wonder if Dan's at, at the flower show area this morning. Well, I'm 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 heading that way right now. Um, so uh, because uh, uh, one of the big things that had happened this past week was on Thursday, thank you Campbell Road Nursery, one of the big sponsors for the flower show, we delivered just several several flats of beautiful annuals and and different plants and stuff like that, which which uh, is the start to getting the things in gardens already. Wonderful. I'm looking so forward to it. It's it's an oasis. I love the state fairgrounds. I love everything about the state fairgrounds. Yeah, me too. And, but the, the flower show area is beautiful. It's well-maintained, and it's, it's a place to kind of get away from things. Oh, and it's remarkable to see what the, um, the competition little landscape gardens that people have done. It, it's just amazing to go through and see the creativity of some of the landscape designers get ideas for your own landscape or, or like say, just uh, walk through and relax, get away from the busy fair. <laughs> I, I don't know if you can hear all the dogs barking. It sounds like uh, the uh, floor of the house or Senate uh, <laughs> uh, this, the, this morning. Everybody's tuning up. Yeah. The dogs uh, at Yeah, yeah. We got, we got all the dogs there. Everybody's their two cents. <laughs> That's right. Everybody's getting in their, their, uh, their speeches this morning. So, Dan, uh, what, what can we expect this year with a flower show area? Well, um, believe it or not, there's been a lot of work going on. Um, we've actually just finished repaving um, one of our main walkways. Uh, so that's been paved. We're waiting on them to finish the curb, you know, and this is all stuff that is going to make it better and safer for everybody, kids, folks with wheelchairs. Um, making it just that much more accessible for everybody. So um, a lot going on. We still have to do a lot of work in the flower house. I think it's getting a new roof, hopefully, before the fair starts. Um, But also I wanted to let you know, Mike, um, maybe you can share this with some of the uh, extension agents in the area. Well, we have one right now. Uh, Paul McKenzie from uh, Vance in Warren County is sitting right here. Well, during the fair, I mean, the exhibit's open for almost 13 hours a day, every day. Yeah. And one of the things that we do is we um, have an offer, the opportunity for garden clubs or uh, any uh, master gardener group to work at the state fair. And um, we actually pay them. And, you know, they can use that money to put towards their garden club kitties. You know, instead of doing, I don't know, car washes or whatever. It's, <laughs> yeah. It's a great opportunity for the garden clubs. Right now we have, like, Harnett County Master Gardeners, Wake County Master Gardeners, Gardeners of Wake County, 
um, they're all lined up to, to work with us. And then um, um, I just talked with some folks at the Cary Garden Club, which is a new garden club, and I think they're going to be out also helping us. But Very we have, good. We have 12 days to cover, um, so I'm looking for more garden clubs for sure. Yep, you got a lot of work to do too, so, yeah, you need the help. Hey, Dan the man. Rufus, how are you, we'll, sir? We'll have us a cigar one of these days. <laughs> yeah. We've got to go back back in the woods so away from so Phil won't find us. <laughs> I know I, well, I know some hi, I know some hiding spots over there. Yeah. Yeah, there's okay. a lot of acreage there. I Everybody at work place. knows a hiding place, trust me. <laughs> oh. Different things for different people. Huh? That's right. Dan, I'm so glad. I, I wish you'd call more often. Well Thank I'll you. Be pretty bit I definitely will be pretty busy for the next two months. Yes, well, you will. But you can you can call us and update us on the progress and there remind you go. us remind us that the flower show is there and uh, yeah and and mike one of the other things you know um people don't realize is that um the cut flower competitions and all that it is open to all north carolina residents right and um you can actually register for the competitions right now going online on the state fair's website um so that's all open and um and it's free right Yep, free to enter. It doesn't cost right. anything to enter. And then you were talking about the gardeners and the different um, garden exhibits. There's 27 competitors with their own garden competing for ribbons, and they, a bunch of them, have already started their garden. Right. So um, you do a yeah, great job, along. Dan. So I'm excited about this year. Um, it's definitely, we'll see, but. Um, with the new roof and some of the new pavement and just things that are making it safer. And it's already been an oasis for families to escape, you know, maybe grab a hot dog or whatever, right. come down to the gardens. and Just out. what I was thinking. Yep. So A hot dog in yeah. the flower show area. You got Liking it. it. <laughs> Liking it. Yeah. Yep. Dan, thank but you, yeah. buddy. You're welcome. Thanks. And I will give you some updates, Mike. Please do. Please do. You're right. always welcome. Thank you, right, Dan. Sir. All right. See you later, buddy. Have a good day. All right. Bye-bye. You too. Well, Mike, we've heard from Joe the Bouncer. Well, thank goodness. Yeah. What, he, what, what he's, is... he's got a real problem here. Camellias. I've never seen. I've never uh, I've seen. That might be a uh, hoof and mouth disease. Yeah, I've seen white fly on the I, back of them. I don't know. That looks Not... like the grip. It could, yeah. Could be. Yeah. It's got some fungus. So Ruth has got like... a picture of a camellia leaf. That somebody sent them with uh, some fungal leaf spots. Yep. You know, my question with um, fungal leaf spots on shrubs is always, how much are you seeing? And if you're seeing just one or two or a handful of leaves with spots, don't worry about it. You know, pick off those leaves if you want to. Um, But generally... You know, they're not going to threaten the health of the plant. They're not going to make the plant die. Um, I think if you look at any plant now, right now, this time of the year, yeah, yep. you're going to yeah. start. They're, they're all of them going to have some defects. Yeah, yeah, they've been through yeah. the stress of right. 100 degree yeah. days. Yeah. And I mean, now, check yourself. you got spots, too, because <laughs> yeah. of the hot, yeah. hot summer <laughs> sun. Huh? Yeah. Now, if you're seeing spots on 50% of the foliage yeah. or the plant starting to lose leaves, a lot of leaves, and that's more of a concern. 
And, of course, you can always, you know, if you just got to do something about it, you can always just go get a general purpose fungicide and spray the plant. Um, but I think it probably 99 times out of 100, that's not necessary, and, and things will just kind of naturally take care of themselves. Yeah. Well, Joe the Bouncer says, uh, you can see there's a dieback and some leaf spots. I went ahead and sprayed them with neem oil this morning, uh, and I, I think I have some fungal issue. So he, he's on the right track. Yeah, the, the, neem, the neem oil will not quite solve the fungal problem. Well, it, it might help some. It's it's a good it's a good first first whack at it. Yeah, um, it does, neem oil does have some fungicidal properties if I'm not mistaken. Oh, okay, okay. I, um, yeah, yeah. It's not it's not a great fungicide, but it's it's a good starting point. What you know, would you recommend as a fungicide? Funginex I mean, or. Yeah, I mean, I don't know brand name. I mean, just, you know, kind of whatever the general purpose ornamental fungicide is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Phil, you may know a brand better than I do, but um, my problem is I'm always looking at scientific names and yeah, that's <laughs> I fine. can't keep up with the brand that's name. That's fine. Well, you, fun, Funginex, you can't go wrong with it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I would just get something you can buy at Lowe's or Home yeah, Depot yeah. or some of the yeah, just something or a local shelf. garden center that somebody knows that it works. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, it depends on what you're close to. You don't yeah. want to drive yeah. a long ways. Yeah, I've never had any problem with my camellias. I've had uh, white flies. And you flies. have a lot of them. Too. Yeah, about close to seventy-five. <clears throat> and I use. Uh, I have problems sometimes with gardenia with uh, white flies yeah. and, and I do agricultural oil on that which right which clears that up right away but I've had thank goodness no camellia problem yeah camellias are a pretty resilient plant for North Carolina they're they're a nice thing to plant in the landscape and um, you know the biggest you know real threat to camellias would be uh, root rot right and so but you know that's just a matter of uh, do a good job of planting technique. Make sure you, you know, get you, your hole the right way. Yeah, you know, you got to have good drainage, so you may need to do a little bit of a raised planting. Um, but other than that, camellias are pretty tough. I rarely see issues uh, with camellias. Well, yeah. it's, it's my favorite plant, really. Yeah. So I hope uh, we want we want to give Joe the Bouncer the best advice possible. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we don't want we don't want to make him mad. No, sir. No, definitely won't do that. We are we are joined by Christine Bellino, the uh, news and program vice president um, at Curtis Media, and uh, Christine, I, I, you're a plant lover. I know that we can talk about that too. But uh, give us an overview of uh, the Pet Expo. This is really exciting. The dogs are excited. The dogs are certainly excited, and we are in a great spot over here if you come to visit the WPTF booth because we are over by Dog Lovers Days where we get to see all of these dogs chasing a little target around. Oh, is that what they're doing? Okay. Yes, they're chasing a target, so they're running and doing other things in that little um, thing. But this is such a great <laughs> event. There are so many people here. There are dog trainers. There's dog treats. There's stuff for cats. There's even some fish. I think I saw some reptiles. There's leashes, food, training services just about everything that you could possibly imagine and even more than you can imagine for your pet here. Yeah. And Bridget, I see one that says pet mania. 
That describes this whole outfit. <laughs> this is gardener mania. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is uh, we, what we're doing is gardener mania. And uh, your impressions of these these pl beautiful plants that Phil. So first of all, funny story. When I went to pick up these plants from Phil, I had called her previously and asked her if she wouldn't mind letting us use some plants for the show. And she said, of course not, no problem. So I went over there with the little PTF van yesterday, and she thought that we meant for the entire expo. <laughs> so she was prepared. Oh, bless her heart. Phil, you're just too generous. For the entire fairgrounds building. <laughs> and I said, no, 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 I just need for the PTF booth. Yeah. So she selected these. She is so generous and yeah. so nice and so I wonderful. Know. And yeah. these plants are absolutely amazing. It was very difficult leaving there. Well, uh, if it hadn't been for the whole building, she would have done she it. She would have done it. She was prepared. She said, oh, that little truck, that's all you... She said, I thought you'd pull up with the trailer. And I said, it's just our little <laughs> Now, uh, ornamental grass, do you use ornamental grass? I have one section of ornamental grass in my yard, and it's bordering, um, I don't want to call it a gothic garden, but we have like a garden that's set up for my daughter. It's like dark purple and black flowers, and the ornamental grasses are right in the center of it. So, and we've a got a gothic some, garden. Uh, it's uh, a gothic uh, garden. Yeah. And it's, we've got some, um, I forget what they're called now. But there, uh, we have black irises, and we have some other stuff in there. It's a very, we have these bamboo There's some things. black salvia now. We don't have that, but all, I need that. All, it's just so purple, it's almost black, Christina. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I need that. I said to her, I said, I want to make your own garden. She's like, oh, you'll never be able to do well, this. Well, you, you plant a, what, a, a sort of a Halloween scary gothic garden. And I'm not sure I want to visit her garden. No, gotta have some orange. It's on the side of the house. Gotta have Everything some orange. Everything else is bright yellow and white and pink and red, and everything else is very bright. What are so. the orange flowers over there, Phil? Yeah, yeah. What? Cassandra. Cassandra. Oh, okay. Yeah, you could uh, you could incorporate some of those. I could definitely do that. But yes, I had I had purchased uh, last week from. Campbell Road, um, some rosemary because she still has some herbs left. Yeah. She's got a really good deal on, on herbs. Oh, she Do you have it. an herb garden? I have an herb garden as well. Uh, yes. Do you cook with the, the I herbs? do. So I my backyard is edibles. My front yard is ornamentals for the most part. I have some rosemary and stuff interspersed in the other stuff, but I need more land. Actually, on the weekends, I volunteer at a farm in exchange for manure, and he just gave me like a little plot of land to garden on. Rufus so. has got a hundred manure stories. <laughs> that, oh uh, <laughs> you got it, I spread it. <laughs> <laughs> Literally and figuratively. Yes, yeah, not just a mature no. manure. It's, well, uh, my, my mama had this very distinct uh, notion about what manure belonged under what plant. Yeah. Oh, really? We grew up on a farm, and she said for your camellias, you need, not, not camellias, for your pe peonies, you need horse manure. Uh huh. For your gladiolus, you need cow manure. Yeah. Okay. And she was the church flower lady. She was right. So was she this, was right, yeah. Was this composted or? Uh... Well, oh yeah, it was way composted. Oh, okay. That's... You don't you don't want to news, use new manure. I, I... <laughs> no, you have experience with that too. Oh lord. Yeah. So I mean, the man has lived lived a life uh, that I includes manure. Is... Yeah, uh, and politicians uh, certainly are involved with that. Christina, are, are you uh, have been in a, a denouncer in your life, a broadcaster? I call them denouncers. 
Because this is a disease? Yeah, because it is. Because broadcasting yeah. is a disease. It is terrible. It's a horrible yes. disease. You've been a broadcaster, right? Yeah. Yes. Oh, absolutely. I, I can Just tell, listen to her. I can tell the cadence to da 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 <laughs> I am the pentameter. Uh, when, when, uh, when Mike Reilly finishes a newscast in the morning, this is Mike Reilly. WPTF. <laughs> no, I don't say WP. I say NCN News. N- N- NCN That's Rigsby. NCN News. Rigsby's a loud one. Yeah. yeah. He talks like that at home, too. Tony uh, always <laughs> talks like that, even when he's telling a joke. Yeah. <laughs> so. Tony's probably listening right now because I, I he's hope just so. finishing up his show. I hope so, Tony. Don't you, Rufus, don't you have a politician voice? Oh, my goodness. He's a great orator. Uh, uh, now, now, that is, golly, I've never thought about that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you are. Well, hey, when you're saying things like Cherville. Cherville. you got to say, I mean, all the big big wheels at BT say Cherville when they do a story. So you got to say Cherville or like you get letters, I guess. Oh, yeah, you don't want Big Daddy after you. I don't know. I don't, no, no, <laughs> please, God. Uh, well, everybody everybody look at Business Week, or is it Business Week? Business Inside North business. Carolina. Business North Carolina is yeah. on the front page. Mr. Curtis. I, I, I guess that a, a politician's accent is you hope that half of what you said is true. <laughs> All right. We'll put we'll that in words. stone. Thank you, Christine. Thank you. Thank you guys for being here. Yeah. Hey, I, heard, I heard it rumored she's your boss. I am Boy, not she is. Boss. She is my boss. Well, a, there is a chain of command, but she is, I mean, you, know, you got Big Daddy Tripp and, and, uh, yeah. and Christine. Mike okay. really has no boss. I do. Nor does Rufus. I do. <laughs> oh, Rufus has got a boss. Yeah. So thank you. Nine uh, one and come out t- today five until uh, ten until five of the hours and tomorrow the same thing, ten to five exposition building and lots of dogs. Beautiful dogs here. My goodness. Uh, so uh, folks at King's Auto Service. I mean, the only way you got, unless you walk, you got to drive, right? <laughs> so. You got to have a a vehicle with good suspension, good tires, good brakes, got to have a steering wheel, things like that. Well, Kings can check all of that. They can check the alignment. They can check uh, for uneven wear in your tires. They can make sure that you're up to snuff on your oil changes and other maintenance because otherwise it's going to cost you a whole lot more if you break down because of that towing costs and just rebuilding an engine, things like that. So, so do the right things. Do what the folks at King's Auto Service recommend. And you can bring it in any type of vehicle, including hybrids. Now, they have certified hybrid technicians at King's ready to diagnose and give you available options for a high-voltage battery pack replacement for less than the dealer will charge for a replacement. And this usually occurs around 150,000 miles. Call Kings today to schedule a courtesy battery analysis. Kings Auto Service, easy to find at 1039 Northwest Street in downtown Raleigh and at kingautomotive.net. Kings Automotive Service, Raleigh's most reliable auto care since 1946. And and tell Dean Bailey that we talked about him and how smart he is. And uh, all the guys out there and girls are, are really smart. All right, we're running out of time quickly here. Uh, at, oh, more and more pretty dogs. Golly, aren't they beautiful? This is like a border collie. I said, see that? They look like. Uh, hey, sweetie. <laughs> oh, now. 
Now we're getting menagerie. Uh, there's, there's, a, there's a beagle, too, Rufus. Oh, yeah. He's probably already howled a little bit. we got barkers. But the, uh, the border pretty. collies are pretty. I'm not sure what the uh, tail is. Is that a Australian shepherd there without the tail? I think so. But, oh, there's some great dogs here. Some are uh, now. There's a white dog. Is that a uh, is that a border collie over there? There's white, collie white, of some kind. White, white and uh, black beautiful. spots. Isn't yeah, that she's a beautiful gorgeous. dog. Golly. Yeah. Well, you she can is. come out and, and see all of these. Phil, uh, you open today? Yes, we're open until five o'clock. Uh, we're open every day from uh, except Sunday from nine to five, and we have everything on sale for five bucks except. I mean, the perennials are not on sale, obviously, but all the tropicals, all the annuals, and everything are on sale for $5. All right. Uh, let's get in uh, S- uh, Selma from Cary real quickly. We've got a, about a minute and a half there, Selma. Good morning. Yes, ma'am. How can we help you? Okay. I just want to make a comment. You all were talking about figs earlier. Yeah. I've been looking out my window. I won't get any this year. My bush is loaded. But the deer come by and eat the ones. Oh, I'm sorry. The crows are. Oh, the crows are awful. Doggone crows. And also squirrels. Squirrels. Yeah. That's what's happening to mine. I hate squirrels. Yeah, they're out there. They're hungry. (laughs) Uh, I I know somebody on on Ridge Road in Raleigh has, I don't know if they're apple trees or what, but they are completely enveloped with netting. Ah. I've never seen anything like it. But, might be uh, fig trees. Yeah, might. Well, no, they don't They're look like fig figs. trees. They look more like a, uh, some other type of fruit. Ah. But, uh, was Selma, I, I don't know. Uh, it, that's, uh, that's a tough thing. you got to get out there first. <laughs> no. you got you got to beat them to the punch or, or you know, get yeah. somebody out there to pick them for you. Okay. Have a great day. Enjoy. You too. Bye. You too. Bye-bye. Yeah, that's, uh, that's tough. Tough with fruit trees, any type of fruit, blueberries. So. Phil, thank you for coming here. Thank All, you. Thank you, buddy. Thank you, Always. You. We love having having you guys. Brother Rufus, uh, you get out and talk to the dogs. Neither worth your dog fix you are. Yeah, that's right. right. All right. And that's uh, that's the Cliff Joyner saying of the day. Yeah, that's right. right. We didn't get to it. Uh, we, uh, we shall be back next week. Uh, I am told we will be at the State Farmer's Market in Raleigh. Mark Bumgardner from uh, Orange County. Extension service will be with us. Come out today uh, until 5 o'clock tomorrow, 10 until 5, for the Pet Expo at the Exposition Building at the State Fairgrounds in Raleigh. We love you dearly. Have a wonderful weekend, everybody.